Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Mentoring Minute with Dan Como. We'll be back uh, to meet with Dan, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. Hey, we want to thank all of our sponsors, starting with Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms, but for more information, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to find out more about their great products. Violet Defense is also a great sponsor. Uh, go to violetdefense.com and find out about their great products using ultraviolet light and technology. We also want to thank Huddle. Uh, when we talk about Huddle, we're talking about sports. Go to huddle.com for more information. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Go to athleticsurveys.com or call them at 800-738-6466 to get started. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Mentoring Minute with Dan Como. Dan's a longtime athletic director here in Florida. He's currently the uh, chair of our mentoring committee for the FIAAA, also very involved at the national level uh, with mentoring programs. Uh, Dan, uh, welcome. And what do you have for us today? Well, you know, I was looking and, and I was actually contacted by um, Seth King from Memphis and Stephen Fine from the Elkins District uh, over the past week, um, wanting to know about coaches' handbooks. And uh, I guess I, um, I saw uh, an article about them and uh, they wanted to know what's the best way how to proceed uh, on putting a coach's handbook together. You know, I don't have one because I'm retired. I have a retired handbook for me. Uh, but, you know, if you Google coaches' handbooks at the high school level, there are many online that you can take ideas from. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And they're, they're, they're from county-based and they're very elaborate from uh, Eugene School District in Portland, uh, in Oregon, and um, all the way down to school-based coaches uh, handbooks and you know there are some rural areas where they don't have a district it's just one high school and, and that high school puts that handbook on but uh, after the break I want to talk about uh, the objectives uh, of, of a handbook and um, how it can make your job easier and more consistent with coaches. Yeah uh, another great topic Dan and, and you brought up two very good points you know one is you really do need a handbook um, and there's a lot of different ones out there, you know, from that exhaustive, comprehensive, you know, district, county manual to something that's very specific for your program. And, you know, you as an AD, you have to find the right one for you and your coaches and your program. So great stuff. Looking forward to it. Um, we're going to take a quick break here from a couple of our sponsors. Uh, this is the Educational AD Podcast with the Mentoring Minute. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the Mentoring Minute. 
You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but sideline interactives, indoor scoring tables, and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. We also want to thank Final Forms for their support of the podcast. You know, Final Forms is the leader in athletic registration, but you got to know this. Final Forms is more than just forms. It's a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves your schools with compliance, with communication, and risk management. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that are involved in athletics. Final Forms can also help with certification management for coaches. And for ADs, it can help with eligibility, rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it has secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, find out what Final Forms can do for you. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to find out exactly what the Final Forms team can do for you. All right, welcome back to the Mentoring Minute with Dan Como. Uh, Dan, you were going to give us some tips about uh, putting together a coach's handbook. Yeah, Jake, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you really don't have to reinvent the wheel on. There are, there are models out there that, um, that you can find if you just Google high school coaches' handbooks. But I, I would suggest that uh, it's three-tier. I think you should have a statement from um, the National Code of Ethics from the NFHS uh, and then go down to your uh, state or local district level give a statement about the, the, the objectives of, of that group. And then most importantly, from your school, state the objectives. And, and when you do that, it, it gives a sense of focus and direction for your athletic department. And it shows a, a little bit of professionalism that uh, you've got a handle on things and, and the coaches are going to um, be able to be consistent on what they do. Um, I think there's two main areas that, that need to be talked about in a coach's handbook. One is the responsibilities of the coach. Um, you know, so making sure that they have their certification classes done, uh, their, you know, co concussion, heat, and, and those types of classes. And, and every state is different. Uh, some states require heat. I'm sure that uh, Maine does not require heat, but uh, they may. It still gets hot in, in Maine. Um, you know, our parent meetings, make sure that all your coaches know that it is your, their responsibility to have a parent meeting uh, before and maybe even after the, the season to discuss uh, things that have hurt, happened. Purchasing equipment, make sure that your coaches have a consistent and concise um, procedure on how to purchase equipment. We had a situation where a parent bought t-shirts for our coaches, and it was a um, 
it was a bar that was sponsoring the t-shirts and you know principal didn't know it i didn't know it and uh, we said thanks for buying the t-shirts but they're not going to be given out to the kids um people just don't think sometimes uh supervision make sure that supervision is is clear and concise you you don't leave a student alone at a venue uh and go home with a student still there or an athlete still there Talk about transportation. How do we get kids to and from games? If, if it's local, you want to uh, use a bus. If, if buses aren't available or it's not uh, conducive, what are, your, what are your options? Discipline and sportsmanship, I think, need to be brought up as a coaching um, code of ethics. Tell you in 1997, six, 1996, I was a, kind of a new AD and uh, when I took over the program, one of our soccer coaches, he was off campus and he would uh, go have a cigarette under the bleachers and he'd drive the kids around with, with cigarettes in the car. And they said, coach, you can't do that. This is, this is high. It's educational based uh, athletics. This is not AAU or you just can't smoke. And in those days, it was a little bit different and uh, had to let him go because he, he just wouldn't stop doing it. So it's, it's all in your priorities as a coach, I guess. And um, I, I think the other part of, of, of a coach's uh, handbook is the administrative duties. Some coaches are great coaches and they just don't understand the administrative part, especially coaches that are not on campus. Um, there are, there's paperwork that has to be done. Uh, make sure that they have a dress code as a coach. Um, make sure that they know about inventory and how to take an inventory and, and how to produce that to you and behavior of, of a coach. Um, I think that's important to, to put that into perspective. And once you do that, um, you can have uh, a, a chart when you evaluate the coach and have just like four basic things. Uh, he's distinguished in his process he's proficient, he's basic, or he's unsatisfactory. And based on the clear and concise issues in a coach's handbook, you can evaluate the coaches. He knows what the rules were, you know what the rules were, and then evaluate accordingly. So that's all I have for today, Jake. You know, again, you and I are both retired, but you know, we, we worked, uh, you know, many years as ADs and I can certainly echo what you said, you know, the importance of having that document. Um, most of my career in Florida was at private schools. And so we had, you know, a school handbook, a faculty handbook, uh, and our coach's handbook was actually a, a little bit thinner but it allowed us to laser focus on some things that were very specific to athletics. Uh, and at the same time, uh, allowed us a little bit of flexibility uh, when talking about different things. But you're so right. You know, you have to have that in writing. And then you also have to share that information with the coaches. It just can't be a, a bound volume that's, that's gathering dust uh, up on your shelf. Everybody's got to know what's in the book. Dan, uh, one of our listeners. Oh, go ahead. Years ago, we had a written book, and it was cumbersome. Um, but in today's technology, you can put it on a computer and, and edit it at any time that you want. Uh, social media, for example, that needs to be in the handbook. How to deal with social media with your kids. You know, there are things that have changed since 1997 to today 
uh, that need to be in the handbook that we didn't even think of then. And that's another great point that the handbook, it needs to be that living, breathing document. It's kind of how you uh, run the program. Uh, if um, one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit more, get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can do that? They can email me at dcomeau19 at comcast.net. Okay. Dan Como and the Mentoring Minute every week. Uh, thanks so much for sharing. And, uh, you know, I hope you'll come back again next week. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel, so you can see all the episodes of the Mentoring Minute. We appreciate you tuning in today. Come back again next week for another episode of the Mentoring Minute with Dan Como. Once again, we want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, including Final Forms, Sideline Interactive, Violet Defense, Huddle, Hometown Ticketing, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, and Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Thank you so much for your support of the Mentoring Minute and the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you.